welcome to the Hormones in Harmony podcast. I'm your host, Vivian Allred, former chronic illness sufferer turned trusted health practitioner. My passion is helping people to identify and address the root causes of their symptoms through my online business, Viva Natural Health. If you're struggling with confusing or stubborn symptoms that just won't go away despite your best efforts, then you're in the right place. If I can heal from a long list of symptoms and conditions, including cystic acne, hair loss, severe food reactions, and brain fog, then you can heal too. Stay tuned for weekly episodes that share expert guest interviews, Q&A, and solo episodes that are all intended to help you wherever you're at on your healing journey. The information shared on this podcast is intended for educational purposes only, and is not designed to replace the advice of your health practitioner. That said, let's get into today's episode. Hello, hello, hope you're all doing good today. Today I'm joined by my friend, practitioner friend, ex-client, colleague, Chloe Stickins. I've done another episode with her, I don't know if that's come first or afterwards, but like, have a look, search her name and see if it's released yet because yeah, she was a client of mine a few years ago and she has an, uh, an amazing story of like hope and inspiration going from, as you're going to hear, um, bed bone, pretty much paralyzed from the waist down after having a vaccine injury. And then she really learned about the wonders of gut health and holistic health, energy work. And she has so many tools in her toolkit at this stage in her life. But yeah, I'm honored to call her a friend now. I think she's doing amazing stuff in the world. And I just had to get her on for two separate episodes because she, uh, we could just talk like to each other all day, pretty much in the in the nutrition field. And uh, we have a lot in common. And this episode um, was actually meant for my mold course. So she actually was one of the expert guests who I recorded a podcast with specifically for my mold recovery course, which is currently on sale. Um, it's available to purchase and you can use the code MOLD10 for 10% off. And that will be linked in the show notes. But yeah, I interviewed Chloe on lymphatic system health and MOLD because the two can go hand in hand. Like if you have a sluggish lymphatic system, then you're more likely to accumulate toxic waste products and things like mycotoxins. But then if you have exposure to MOLD or heavy metals or trauma, poor gut health, then your lymphatic slows down. So in this episode, we, we cover a lot but she shows exactly what the lymphatic system is and why just the general recommendations that we hear, such as body brushing and gua sha on the face, isn't enough for some people. Chloe has this like in-depth whole routine that she does and it's really made a difference because anytime that your body is stagnant, it's a it's just recipe for disaster pretty much. If you think of a stagnant pond versus a flowing river, which one of those do you think is going to have the bacterial overgrowth, imbalance, dysbiosis, parasites? It's going to be the stagnant pond. So I have really gotten into lymphatic health after hearing how Chloe, um, even after working with me, improved her health further and overcame many diagnoses, but chronic fatigue um, and menstrual issues. Uh, with the range of tools that she uses. So I'm excited to share this with you. If you want to learn more about mold toxicity, because that's what we're um, going to be touching on in the episode as well, then check out my mold recovery course. That is really my hub for everything that I know about mold, everything that I've learned over the years, having been exposed to toxic mold myself and going from chronic illness to pretty much symptom-free a few years later. Um, so yeah, that will be linked. And if you want to learn more from Chloe, her website and details will be in the episode show notes. So let's get into the episode with Chloe Stickins. Hi, everyone. Today, I'm joined by Chloe Stickins, who is going to talk to us about the benefits of the lymphatic system, what it does for us and how to support it. Because with conditions like mold exposure, chronic infections, it can often be affected and it could be a roadblock from us healing. So welcome, Chloe. Hi, Vivian. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. And I know you're very passionate and you work also with pelvic health and women just in general. And often these problems go hand in hand anyway. When someone has one issue, they often have other issues. But tell us a little bit to begin about your health history. I know it's quite it's been quite a journey and you struggle with some um, complex things. 
But yeah, just give us a, a summary of what you were going through and how you are today. Yeah, 100%. So I um, became chronically ill when I was 12. So um, I'm 24 right now. So um, yeah, quite a long time ago. And um, I was injured by the Gardasil HPV vaccine. So before that, I was a completely normal, healthy child, um, hardly ever got ill, didn't get colds, didn't get sick at all. And then um, after my second vaccination, I became very, very ill. Um, I was actually paralyzed in my legs for around four years until I was 16. And with that came all sorts of symptoms, um, fatigue. I was diagnosed with chronic fatigue syndrome, um, ME and chronic pain so I was diagnosed with things like fibromyalgia as well um, I also had a lot of gut issues so um, nausea bloating just really really severe um, gut issues lots of food sensitivities um, and honestly the list of symptoms that I had was just an arm's length list of symptoms um, I was really really ill um, bed bound at one point and yeah it was just something that completely took over my life and um you know really consumed my life for my whole like teenage years and my early 20s as well so um yeah it's it's been a real struggle to find the right um practitioner and like the right things to help me I had seen a few different um, holistic health practitioners and kind of dabbled in and out of the traditional medicine, the traditional Western medicine and the kind of alternative therapies um, throughout the years. And then um, I actually worked with Vivian a couple of years ago and she helped me loads to really um, get to the root cause of all of my symptoms and yeah everything just kind of really spiraled from there and um, now I'm kind of helping people that are in the same position that I was in a few years ago and um, yeah like Vivian mentioned taking a special interest in women's pelvic health after having um, chronic UTIs for years and you know chronic yeast infections and painful periods and uh, incontinence and that kind of thing as well um, so yeah. So how much of the healing process was improved by working on the lymphatic system because I know when we worked together it was very much if I remember like focused on parasites and infections yeah. that started to take over your body because your your defenses were low your body was vulnerable um your body was inflamed so we did a lot of work on the gut and detoxing and obviously some of that work is going to help reduce inflammation and and also just strengthen your lymphatic system in general because you're just making the body less toxic when that happens the lymphatic system has less work to do but we didn't really do any specific um, lymphatic work so obviously since that point your healing has improved even more with the work that you've been doing so what was it that made you look into the lymphatic system and yeah has this significantly helped you yeah, definitely. So the first reason that I really found the lymphatic system is because I heard how good it was for um, chronic pain. And that was something that I was really, really struggling with. Um, I had joint pain, I had headaches, gut pain, I was just in so much pain 24 seven. And I was almost looking for a not a quick fix, but something that could really, um, you know, take that pain away and make a difference um, straight away so that I could just feel more comfortable in my body and feel, you know, just be able to concentrate on what I was doing, just be able to function more. So, um, yeah, that's how I found the lymph work and like the lymphatic system. And I'm a bit of a research nerd so as soon as I found it I was like googling and like looking um really deeply into it and um just found that this was 
just felt really intuitively that this was something that could help me because um, it just sounded like me. It sounded like I had a lymphatic system problem. Um, I was reading about how, you know, the lymphatic system is connected with all chronic illnesses. And when I started to kind of understand that um, we drain our lymph through movement and understanding that, you know, I was paralyzed for four years, so I was not moving my body at all, understanding that the longer I was um, paralyzed for, the more pain I was in that kind of really helped me to put this like lymphatic connection together and understand like, you know, I was looking more inflamed um, in my whole body. I'd sort of gained weight and everything like that when I was paralyzed. So um, it just really put like the final pieces of the puzzle together for me. And um, yeah, so then I started doing the lymphatic work every single day and I just noticed that it was, immediately giving me relief from symptoms um so especially things like fatigue and headaches and that kind of thing and within about a month I would say I noticed that like inflammation was kind of like dropping off of my body um I knew that I wasn't losing weight as such but I could see like noticeably that I'd lost um kind of inflammation in my face like puffiness in my arms um and yeah it was just it just felt really good in my body and my body was like give me more keep giving me more yeah. of this so yeah that's what I did and then um yeah really want to just kind of spread the word mm. and help help other people yeah once you experience something yourself you just like want to show it from the yeah. hilltops like oh my god this is so helpful and and it obviously is helpful for everyone because everyone has a lymphatic system and everyone's exposed to toxins these days. But the order of which you do it might be different, like person to person. Yeah. So is lymphatic some lymphatic support and detox something that you would start with? Or in some cases, it's something that's like the cherry on top of the cake and they have to do other things before they get to it? Yeah, so um, with my clients, I do do the lymphatic drainage usually like quite near the beginning of, of working together. Um, just because part of the lymphatic drainage that I do is really, really um, supportive for the nervous system as well. So um, although you're removing inflammation and toxins and, you know, everything like that in your body, you're also calming the nervous system down. So um, it can put you um, out of flight or flight into the kind of rest and digest mode. Mm -hmm. So that's just really, really obviously a great place to be when you're starting your healing journey. You can't heal unless you're in that kind of um, rest and digest nervous system state. So that's one of the reasons why I do I do start with it. Um, and I know this is something that you talk about a lot, like opening your drainage pathways before you kind of step into actually doing any detoxing. So, um, yeah, I do start with some lymphatic drainage for my clients. Um, we kind of start with the more, um, I'd say, like superficial uh, lymphatics. So things like dry brushing, which are a little bit more um, gentle and then as as like time moves on as your body's sort of getting used to it then we sort of step into like the deeper deeper like gut lymphatics and things like that that are really um kind of interconnected with like your organs and that kind of thing um so yeah I do really think it's important to kind of go lightly and kind of you know like not go full hog mm -hmm. straight away um because you can get a bit of a detox symptoms and detox reaction when you're doing lymphatic work but yeah if you if you do it the right way then there's no reason why you can't just kind of step into it straight away um because it is a really great place to start and what about someone who's let's say someone who's like chronically constipated because usually the bowels are like mm -hmm. the most important you need them to be opening they're the bottom of the drain so to speak so if you start like moving your lymph um, and it's kind of assisting the detox pathways but you're constipated obviously like this to some degree improving your lymph flow can help your bowels yeah so it's the same thing with like liver detox and, and bile flow 
So if you are constipated, then you don't want to be pushing that too much. But there are some people who it's the sluggish bile that's causing the constipation. So you yeah. kind of have to just like ease in and see how you respond. But would you, uh, what do you typically see? Do you see that you have to like get the bowels moving first or does the lymph work help with that? And because like you said, it's calming the nervous system. And sometimes it's this chronic stress and tension that's causing the constipation in the first place. So if your work calms the nervous system, it could be that it, it's like a double whammy. It's a two in one benefit. You're yeah. supporting the lymph and calming the nervous system, putting it into rest and digest mode. Yeah, definitely. And I think like hydration is something that I should have mentioned as well, because um, obviously if you're not drinking enough water or you're not drinking, um, you know, good quality water before you start doing lymphatic work, then, um, you know, that can really make you have a detox reaction as well. So, yeah, I, I do find that the lymphatic gut massage is one of the like top things that really helps people to um, have bowel movements. That was definitely the case for me as well. Um, I was really, really chronically constipated, like only going to the bathroom like every two or three days. Um and yeah, I definitely noticed a difference between the days I was doing the lymphatic gut massage and the days I wasn't. So yeah, for most for most people, um, it really depends on how many bowel movements they are having, how chronically constipated they are. But yeah, I do tend to sort of go in with the like the lymphatics before maybe resorting to like a supplement to kind of support like the the motility of the of the gut from the yeah. inside and there are um, I sometimes recommend like certain YouTube videos that show abdominal massage mm. to help with constipation or those yoga poses that can be done um, and there might be people listening who know that that helps how different does a lymphatic abdominal massage look to what they might have typically tried before or just like rubbing their own stomach I think sometimes it can look a bit harsher like a bit more crazy and a little bit more like what are you doing um like are you hurting yourself mm -hmm. um kind of thing um and yeah it can feel a bit strange at first it can be it's probably not something that you uh normally would be doing to your stomach yeah. um it's quite like structured like you need to do this in this order yeah definitely uh, the order is really really important so um yeah you actually have the largest lymph node in the body in your gut so really important to kind of do it in the right order open up like the largest lymph nodes first before you kind of move off around that and yeah we're kind of creating different techniques stimulating different kind of sensory nerve endings and that kind of thing um with our fingers um you know creating different vibrations and all that kind of thing so um Whereas normal sort of gut massages are maybe look quite gentle, I would say that the lymphatic gut massage maybe looks a little bit more uh, kind of wacky and a bit hard. Um, but of course, you're not you're not hurting yourself. But um, yeah, it is it is all about kind of really opening up the fascia, really opening up the um, the lymph nodes um, in the right places first so that then when you're kind of creating that drainage it kind of has somewhere to go rather than um, just kind of massaging and mm. the lymph has nowhere to really sort of flow and, and um, be removed from the yeah, body. Yeah and I'm guessing like what you're doing with the lymphatic work is actually kind of addressing an underlying cause or imbalance that you have mm. so like ultimately the structural abnormalities the structural imbalances you're working on that you're you're getting the body um getting a stronger like lymphatic system whereas the abdominal massage it might just be like moving things through but that's probably why you have to keep doing it and relying yeah. on it yeah a hundred percent yeah it's almost like um each time you do it you're putting like a penny mm -hmm. in, the, in the bank mm -hmm. of like your lymphatic health mm -hmm. and um you know most people notice that they don't get um as many lumps the more they do it they're not noticing as many kind of like um inflammation kind of symptoms mm -hmm. like redness and like lumpiness and heat coming yeah. off of their stomach so yeah it really does sort of feel easier and easier each time and 
of course you're not just impacting your your gut when you're doing it you're impacting um, your immune system because your immune system mm-hmm. is a massive part of your your small intestines and your gut as well so it's really really powerful mm-hmm. okay cool but I want to go a bit more into the science and the education I think we've just gone a little bit deep yeah. and I want to bring it back into like what is the lymphatic system what does it do what are the benefits and kind of what does it look like I'm going to try and see if there's any good um, images and graphics to put below as well just to see visually what's going on because obviously we can't see it um, from outside the body but yeah just break down the the basics what we need to know like what is the lymphatic system and why are we even talking about it today Yeah, 100%. So the lymphatic system is a drainage system in the body. And it is also known as like the sewage system of the body. So if you can kind of picture a sewage system flushing all of the rubbish, all of the gunk out of um, out of your body, anything that your body does not need, anything that's harmful for your body, any kind of waste whether that is waste that our body has kind of created itself um, or, you know, toxins, waste that have come from the environment as well. And the lymphatic system sort of filters and traps any toxins or any pathogens um, from the environment that are inside your body and kind of almost allows them to be trapped in one place so that they're not... uh, roaming free in our body and causing causing havoc so the main things that our lymphatic system um, drains and removes from our body is inflammation and um, pathogens like bacteria and fungi um, any kind of toxin and 90 percent of our lymph is water so it's this huge sort of liquid system like fluid system in our body and we have blood all over our body and we also have lymph all over our body so the way that I kind of describe it to my clients are is wherever you have blood you have lymph and the difference between the kind of cardiovascular system and the blood in our body and the lymph is that we have a pump in our um which is our heart which is pumping the blood around our body whereas with the lymphatic system we don't have a pump so we need to kind of pump it ourselves but yeah you do have lymph all over your entire body the only two places that you don't have lymph is in your hair and in your nails so if you can imagine it's just absolutely covering the whole of your body so it is a system that's going to affect your entire body Um, and it's a massive part of our immune system as well so you can really see that if your immune system gets compromised your your lymphatic system is affected and compromised as well so it really is this huge network of lymph nodes of um like vessels and are all intertwined into different muscles different organs um all across the whole body and yeah like you say if there's a a really good image I think that's really good to kind of see how um how much of the body is affected by by the lymphatic system because it's just it's just huge when you when you really see how much it um it covers but it's honestly like not discussed is it like no your doctor would never like tell you to do lymphatic drainage for your symptoms and even at college when I studied it wasn't there's like many things that weren't covered like these chronic illnesses mold exposure I'm like why is no one talking about this to heavy metals um so it's good that we got the the qualification and we can do further research, but yeah, the lymphatic system, um, you're only one of a few practitioners I see like specializing in this area and talking a lot about it, but what are some signs or indicators or risk factors even that might lead to lymphatic issues or yeah, indicate that you need to do more work in that area? As I mentioned, the lymphatic system um, removes inflammation from your body. So 
any kind of symptom that is related to inflammation is going to be like a symptom of your lymphatic system being a bit stagnant or you know being blocked or having some kind of issue in some way so um, if I start from the head and go downwards we have things like headaches things like um, migraines fatigue um, all of these things can be like inflammation on your brain so even things like anxiety or um, depression that kind of thing can really be um, due to like inflammation and um, a lack of toxins being drained from your brain um, we also have things like hay fever which can also be quite like inflammatory we have things like joint pain any kind of pain in the body whether that is in our joints in our gut um period pain absolutely any kind of pain um gut issues a really big one as well um like bloating nausea constipation all that kind of thing if you are waking up feeling quite stiff in the morning or quite sore that's often a sign of a lymphatic system blockage um if you have um any soreness around your collarbones or your shoulders that's a big a big one um because we have a big artery going to our heart um which can be really kind of blocked up with lymph around around there um you can have um any kind of pain on the uh, left side of the body can sometimes be related to the lymphatic system because we have more lymphatics on the left side of our body than on our right side so if you're noticing maybe all of my pain is on the left side or whenever I injure myself it's on the left side that can be a sign of lymphatic system stagnation because it can really block our um almost like our sensory awareness of the left side of our body so if you're playing sport and you keep falling over onto your left side or something like that it could be that the kind of inflammation from the lymphatic system is blocking that kind of proprioception that sensory awareness of the left side of our body um I would say most symptoms are related to the lymphatic system. Um, any kind of chronic pain, chronic illness, autoimmune disease, anything like that is really, really, um, you know, indicative of inflammation and then indicative of um, lymphatic system stagnation. So. so we just need to like assume that it is. Yeah. Um, and obviously something like pain could be due to something else, like inflammation stemming from somewhere else, but the lymphatic system is bound to be involved in that. So um, yeah, obviously like doing some work on it, but if this work, this stuff alone doesn't cure the problem or resolve the problem, then there's going to be another reason for it. So it's not to say that the lymph isn't a factor, but it's yeah. probably in some cases like not enough. Someone needs to do extra things. Like if they're eating a terrible diet or they are dehydrated, like you're saying, they still need to work on that. One of my favorite ways to support detox are castor oil packs. They are an old school naturopathic remedy, which can gently help to open up detox pathways and process toxins like mold and environmental pollutants that many of us are exposed to. Signs of sluggish detox pathways or a high toxic load include headaches, bad breath, puffiness, histamine reactions, skin breakouts, and more. You could always try and make your own castor oil pack like I tried to for some years, but more recently, other amazing practitioners have created really convenient kits that just make the process way easier. They come with a tie-around pack that you can put over your liver, which is under the right rib, also support more premenstrual issues like pelvic pain. You can tie the pack around your lower abdomen instead, so they're pretty versatile. My top recommendations are the Casta Vida pack on Amrita Nutrition if you're in the UK or Europe. Whereas if you're in the US, there's the Queen of Thrones pack by Dr. Marisol. Both of these are linked in my Instagram bio and in this podcast show notes. If you want to learn more about the benefits and the science, I actually interviewed Dr. Marisol, so you can check that out on episode 133 of the Hormones in Harmony podcast, and I really hope you love them as much as I do, but let's get back into the episode. 
And in terms of risk factors for this, so we've mentioned a few as we're going. So lack of movement. So you being yeah. um, like paralyzed, people who are bed bound, people are probably aware of it on long haul flights when they um, their ankles swell, they wear the compression socks and things like that. But if you're just sat down all day, sat at a desk all day, or you're, you've had an illness um, and you've been stuck in bed, then that is a, another risk factor. Um, so is lack of movement the biggest risk factor? And what are some of the other things that can stagnate the lymphatic system? Yeah, absolutely. Like you mentioned, any kind of swelling is really indicative mm-hmm. of um, a lymphatic system issue. And yeah, lack of movement, unfortunately, in the world that we live in, where we're just kind of sitting at a desk all day and, you know, most people don't um, move around as much as humans are supposed to um you know a few years ago when we were kind of had to walk everywhere we didn't use the car um you know didn't have all this public transport and airplanes and all this kind of thing um then we were definitely draining our lymph more than we are now so yeah the more stationary you are the more your lymph is probably going to be um blocked up and Also, like we touched on, like hydration, if you're just not drinking enough water or, you know, you're just drinking sugary drinks, alcohol, coffee, you know, things are not going to be properly absorbed by the body and things are not going to be kind of able to be utilised in flushing the lymphatic system through. That is a really, really big risk, risk factor Also, um, breathing is really, really important. So if you are not breathing um, properly, if you're kind of in that fight or flight mode or you're feeling quite anxious and you're breathing quite in a shallow way from your chest, you're not going to be draining that that lymph that's interconnected into our diaphragm and interconnected to our guts. So that can also be if you are breathing through your mouth as well. So if you are breathing through your mouth, particularly at night when you're asleep, um, that can be a really, really big risk factor. So often if people snore, that's because they're breathing through their mouth. So yeah, snoring can be a big, big risk factor related to breath and yeah anything where you're in contact with a lot of toxins so like you know if you are living in a moldy environment or you're just in contact with a lot of chemicals or a lot of toxins in your day-to-day environment that is probably gonna kind of overwhelm your lymphatic system and kind of you know mean that it can't drain quickly enough to get rid of what is coming in quickly enough yeah so it's just got it's just overwhelmed yeah it's just so there's no like mechanism where it directly like blocks it or anything it's just that it just overwhelms the system and your body's yeah. already got so much to do on a daily basis just with like waste products and digestion um but also add on top of that pollution and then if you're living in a moldy building it's just too much yeah. but then it becomes a vicious cycle doesn't it because in order to heal from chronic infections mold um, and inflammation you need your lymph to be working so yeah. yeah we need to intervene a lot of the time and I'm glad that you you mentioned the dental and um, oral health stuff um, I did a podcast episode years ago now um, so the podcast is hormones in harmony I think it's episode 65 with Dr Gelb and he talks a little bit mouth breathing um, and the benefits for hormonal health and how yeah if we're Mouth breathing all night, then our sleep's going to be affected. We're probably going to wake up in fight and flight, sympathetic mode. Um, and yeah, that, that's one of the best ways to calm the nervous system down. Um, another thing that I wanted to ask, so if I think back, I could be imagining this, making this up. But if I think back to like science class, doesn't the lymphatic system transport fat? Or like when we eat fatty foods, does that have something to do with it? Is that where it's absorbed? Like carries fats around the body? I don't think so. I'm not no. sure. I don't, I don't know that. <laughs> I like have that in my mind. Um, I was like, yeah. that's weird. I should, I should ask about that. So the lymphatic system removes uh, proteins. So mm-hmm. like waste proteins, that kind of thing, like uh, hormones and like old um, 
like uh, cellular waste, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. But um, from what I know, I don't okay. think it has okay. to I want to ask that just in case. Um, yeah. But what about diet in general? Like what are your thoughts around diet? Um, I know that you've been pretty restricted in the past. So it's, it's good to have more food freedom. So what's your kind of ethos on food now? And what do you recommend to your clients? Yeah, so in terms of, of diet, I think um, it's quite often uh, like obvious what foods are going to impact the lymphatic system and which foods are going to be good. So, of course, kind of um, quite hydrating foods are going to be good for the lymphatic system, you know, fruits and vegetables and that kind of thing. Um, and then in terms of foods that are going to have a negative effect on the lymphatic system, it is things like your um, polyunsaturated fatty acids, your seed oils, um, things that are kind of chemicals um, you know, things that you can't pronounce the name of, like junk food, where, you know, it's just so processed, um, you know, a lot of uh, syrups, like glucose syrups, and that kind of thing, um, lots of sugar, um, alcohol, all of those things that we know are not good for us are going to be um, causing inflammation in our body and causing inflammation in our lymphatic system. So um, yeah, I personally do feel that in my body as well. Like when you um, become sort of attuned to how your lymphatic system feels, I know that if I had something like fish and chips from the the beach, then I can kind of feel it the next day in my lymphatic system and I can feel that I need to do a bit of extra extra drainage. So yeah, anything that causes inflammation in the body um, is going to be bad for our lymphatic system and hydration is important because that's the main way that the lymph's flowing and same with blood um so how do we know if we're hydrated enough because i also i don't know about you i see the extreme where people are drinking way too much water um so yeah obviously not enough but not too much either so how do we know if we're like properly hydrated and what do you recommend in terms of water quality filters um What's the downsides of tap water? Yeah, um, I mean, so obviously you would want your water to be as clean as possible with no you know, chemicals, fluoride, um, none of that crap that they put into tap water because you want to be, uh, you know, removing waste, removing toxins and not putting more toxins back into your body. So in terms of like urine, and you know, how much is too much uh, urination a day I would say probably about urinating like five or six times a day if you are urinating any more than that then you might be kind of over flooding your system with with water and that could be a sign that you're not um, absorbing the water as well like your your cells are not um, properly hydrated so I do always recommend um, you know adding some minerals into your water like some fulvic acid fulvic humic something like that which has got lots of amino acids and um, minerals in which can really help your lymphatic system and cells to properly um you know hold on to that hydration and like properly absorb that hydration rather than just kind of it flowing through you and um you know you peeing it straight out again um of course there's the obvious things like if your wee is really dark um if it's like a really dark yellow or a, a dark orange color um then you're probably not hydrated enough and um you know you want it to be like a straw straw like yellow yellow color um so yeah I think that often when people are dehydrated they do feel it in their lymphatics so you might feel it in your lymph nodes under your neck um under your chin which is the lymph nodes that a lot of people are aware of because they kind of raise up sometimes when you get sick with a cold or if you're if you're run down so um yeah paying attention to kind of how you feel in in that area is is really really good and when you do lymph work especially at first sometimes you can have a bit of a weird wee where you are detoxing and um kind of 
you know, removing um, everything from your body as well. So sometimes when you do start doing lymph work, you might find you need to drink a bit more than than usual as well. So it's just all about kind of, you know, keeping track of what your urine looks like and um, yeah, just kind of going, going by that and mm-hmm. um, listening to your body. Yeah, and also listening to like first signals because yeah. some people they just reach for a coffee or reach for like a fizzy drink when they're thirsty um, when your body probably just needs water <laughs> yeah definitely or herbal tea or yeah. something like that yeah. yeah and what actually happens when so let's go from like the cellular level mm-hmm. how what happens at that level and then what happens with the um, the lymph nodes how does it flow through the body and then where does it go does it like just recycle or do we eliminate something out of the body yeah, absolutely. So in terms of like the cellular level, the lymph nodes are often the place where the most toxins are stored. And sometimes um, when our lymph nodes swell up, that is often because there's a lot of um, white blood cells and that kind of thing going to the area and they are kind of almost like fighting and preparing those those toxins to be removed from the body so where the toxins are stored in the lymph nodes they then get sort of um, released into the actual lymphatic system which is full of things that look like veins so they'll the toxins will come out of the lymphatic nodes and kind of flow down the veins and then out into the bloodstream and then from the bloodstream our liver and our kidneys will filter those toxins out um, and then most of the kind of toxins and inflammation that we remove from our lymphatic system comes out in our urine some of it can come out in our bowel movements but most of it is in our urine which of course makes sense because it's a liquid uh liquid fluid system of the body so it makes sense that it's removed by fluid as well so um yeah like it can sometimes put a little bit of pressure on like the kidneys and the the liver if they are not of like optimal optimal health so um, yeah, sometimes it is a really good idea to support those those drainage pathways as well. Like you can see that everything is really, really connected mm-hmm. and um, yeah, like nothing in the body works alone. Yeah, definitely not. Unlike allopathic conventional medicine leads <laughs> us to believe. Yeah. <laughs> um, and are, there any, are there any like conventional lymphatic specialists like like in the NHS is there like someone that you can go to or is it literally not discussed I don't think so I mean I think people think about um conditions such as like lymphoma mm. and like lymphedema mm-hmm. and all those kind of things that's the only That's time like late we, stage disease yeah the only time that we really hear about mm. like lymph being mm-hmm. mentioned um so yeah it's really really rare I have not found really anyone in the kind of conventional medicine uh world in the UK anyway I know that in places like Asia um particularly Thailand that kind of um area of the world they do a lot more lymph work and um particularly with like cancer patients Mm. it's kind of normal for somebody to have chemotherapy and then to see a lymphatic um Mm. specialist at the same time for like lymphatic drainage and everything like that so you know in that part of the world it's just normal whereas uh yeah whereas in the western Western world they often remove lymph nodes after cancer which yeah I was thinking about this whole time like those poor people obviously there's a time and a place if the the lymph nodes are affected by the cancer then fair enough but like long term you're just setting yourself up for more risk of toxicity inflammation um but even like if someone's not been through cancer something as serious as that what about people who have had the tonsils removed the adenoids removed their appendix removed these things are just like whipped out like they're not even beneficial to the body but these are like important immune immune kind of glands aren't they yeah absolutely I was just about to mention that it just goes to show how doctors 
don't see the lymphatic system as being important because they literally just take pieces of it away and take pieces of it out and that is not good at all that is uh, compromising your immune system that's compromising your lymphatic system and yeah sometimes when people have had um, their tonsils out or their appendix removed um, we can have to go a bit slower just because they don't have as much um, almost as much power behind their lymphatic system um, when it comes to pushing that lymph out and removing that lymph from the body so yeah it's interesting because a lot of people are aware of their lymph nodes and they're aware like if they feel a bit run down that they might have um sore lymph under their arms or under their chin but nobody really like thinks about it as being important mm -hmm. or or anything like that mm -hmm. so yeah just so overlooked by conventional doctors and i think they're getting a little bit better like more recently i don't think they're as eager to remove tonsils um anymore but it's just, it's still like a red warning sign from your body. If you've got tonsillitis every month, if you just take that out, the underlying cause of that is still there. So whether yeah. you have sort of vir underlying viral infection, you're dairy sensitive and you don't know, you're just going to keep eating that food or having that infection in the body and you're no longer experiencing swollen tonsils or infections here, but that same inflammation is then going to manifest as maybe eczema or like fatigue or food sensitivities because you haven't fixed the underlying problem. So yeah, why not just work on that first and then see if it improves? And a lot of the time it probably would. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> it's like you're removing the messenger rather mm. than the problem. Yeah, exactly. Um, what are some of your favorite like tools and methods then? Are there any um, certain types of exercise that you enjoy? Um, and I also had a question on something that's quite trendy these days, which are the gua sha tools, jade rollers. Are they any good for us? Because um, obviously it's just affecting like this area of the body. Um, but yeah, what are some of the top things that you use with your clients? Yeah, so I use lots of different tools. I do kinesiology taping. So um, taping the lymph nodes is a really great way just to put like a bit of gentle pressure on the lymph nodes to ensure that they can kind of drain throughout the day. Um, What's I the kinesiology aspect to that? Um, it's just kind of, well, so one of the main reasons I do this again is because um, it stimulates the vagus nerve. So it's really like this two in one um, kind of lymphatic and vagus nerve, like going back to what I was saying before about really like calming the nervous system. So that's something that I really like to do, um, particularly overnight. So um, I also use the tape to um, kind of, ensure that the clients are um, breathing through their mouth so if you pop a bit of tape on your sternum here it pops a bit of um, pressure on your on your chest so that you have to breathe through your diaphragm do you have a mouth tape because I, I went through like yeah years of mouth tape and it was honestly amazing I don't know what I think I stopped doing it because the brand that I was using they stopped being available on Amazon so I just then mm -hmm. got out of the habit of doing it but when I was doing it my sleep quality was amazing. I was getting so much better deep sleep. I just felt so good. So yeah. maybe you've inspired me to get back on that again. Yeah. I mean, you use I've, the kinesiology tape over your mouth? I have done when I've run out of mouth mm. tape, usually just because I've run out. Um, but yeah, I actually started mouth taping because of you, because you um, uh, mentioned it and suggested it. So yeah, that's definitely something that um, really helps the lymphatic system. Um, sometimes people don't like the idea of mouth taping and that's when I will suggest the kind of um, taping along the sternum, along the chest, because um, it can have this almost like the same effect. Um, so just that slight bit of uh, pressure really helps you not to breathe into your chest. Um, which means that you'll be breathing through your nose and not your mouth. So, yeah, that can be um, really, really helpful. Um, I'm not a kinesiologist, but that is just a tool that I, that I use. Um, I also use a toothbrush for as almost like a small dry brush mm -hmm. um, to get into places in the head and the neck um, and different kind of 
techniques with that um, to drain the lymph. I use my hands. Um, well, I show my clients how to use their hands um, on their own body to do their own lymphatic drainage as well. So um, mostly that's just sort of like massaging um, the lymph nodes and kind of um, you know draining that down into the, the right direction so that it can be removed from the body. In terms of your question about the um, gua sha's, I don't know how you say it, Gusha, gua sha. I think so. Um, I actually do use one, um, but I don't think that that is you know, the be all and end all of uh, you know, all that you should be doing for your lymphatic system. So um, that's really going to hit kind of superficial lymphatics, just the lymphatics on the surface, like just below the skin. So in terms of it, like, you know, really impacting your organs, it's not it's not going to really um, impact your organs. It is almost a bit of a superficial just for um you know making yourself look a bit yeah yeah, look a bit nicer look a bit more awake um in the morning and um I would say that you do have to be really really careful like what you're um what kind of routine you're following with the um jade rolling and everything like that because a lot of what I've seen shared on Instagram and YouTube and everything like that it's just not done in the right order and it's just a bit of a pet peeve Mm -hmm. for me um sometimes so um yeah it's it's not something that I would necessarily say like go out and spend your money on that it wouldn't be it wouldn't be my top top choice Um, would you say that like self lymphatic massage is just as good as going to get one because they can obviously be like quite expensive if someone's already having appointments with someone they're already buying supplements good quality food then to spend like 50 pounds on a lymphatic detox with someone a lymphatic drainage massage with someone um it can be quite a lot over time so it's like the self techniques that you recommend like just as good I personally prefer it I think it's better because um obviously do it more frequently as well yeah, exactly. I find that a lot of people just don't have the time or, or maybe mm. the money to go for a massage, you know, once a week or once every two weeks. Um, I think that's fine if you if you want to treat yourself. But I also think that, um, you know, knowing and having the tools to be able to treat the symptoms in your body when they do come up and when they do arise is really, really powerful so um you know if it was a sunday sunday afternoon and i had a headache then i'd be able to kind of you know do some drainage on myself and like cure my headache rather than having to wait a week to book in a a massage so um yeah it's a lot um easier quicker most of the routines i teach are like less than five minutes and um yeah a lot of people do say they find them more powerful than um you know having the massage and um you can also kind of get into parts of your own body that maybe a a masseuse wouldn't go in like your groin and that kind Mm -hmm. of thing which can be really great for like your menstrual cycle so yeah and if you're already like low on energy you can't get out of bed and you're not going to travel to see someone you could literally do it when you're in bed, in bed yeah. yeah but this stuff is like really powerful I remember a few years ago so this would have been when I was still living in mold I was still chronically inflamed chronically sick had all of these histamine problems I was starting to learn about the lymphatic system so I thought I'd book myself in for a lymphatic massage and I'd had like regular massages all the time I really loved the deep intense deep tissue sports mm-hmm. massages so I was used to them but I was like I'll just try a lymphatic massage out so I went to this guy um and I I didn't even I thought it was like the worst thing ever when I was doing it I was like this is so boring like I can't even feel it um like it's not really doing anything um because he was like really lightly touching um my body but the next day I was so sick (laughs) had the worst detox reaction ever I had like severe headache I was like run down felt like I was getting a cold and I was like, what just happened? Yeah. So this stuff is like massive. It's like a huge 
factor so overlooked um and yeah i'm glad that we're discussing this today um is there any way to like reduce the risk of these detox reactions obviously you'd want to go much slower um do the hydration stuff address any toxin exposure reduce that um if possible but what about taking binders could that potentially help yeah definitely binders is such a, a great tool to take like before if you were going all in especially with like a whole body um you know lymphatic treatment or lymphatic massage then yeah binders like 20 minutes before like afterwards as well would be really really powerful and amazing to kind of catch mm -hmm. the toxins and um kind of prevent any detox reaction mm -hmm. um there are also a few herbs that you can take um my favorite is cleavers which is also known as goose grass i think it's one of those things that has about 30 different names <laughs> depending on where you are in the world um but that is really really amazing really powerful um and has been used in i think australia and new zealand um particularly in the past it was a very traditional herb to use around the march full moon or new moon i can't remember which one but it's like a spring detox okay, um, cool. as it starts to grow up in those kind of um countries then it's yeah it's known to be like almost uh shedding that inflammation mm -hmm. and that fat from from winter and oh. rebirthing you into I love things like that so yeah um you can also take um you know herbs and things like that um to sort of support your body from the inside you can also do like epsom salt baths and all those kind of things that you would do to support your your body through a detox reaction mm -hmm. as well but yeah I would definitely just say maybe don't go in with like a whole body <laughs> yeah maybe don't do what I did and yeah. think like because I could have booked in like the next day or pushed it in another way because I didn't really feel anything but yes it does work trust me yes, yeah it does <laughs> and is there anything else that you want to touch on and I wanted to ask if you have any recommended um, books or resources um, that people could turn to to learn a little bit more yeah, so there is a book, I think it's called The Lymph Guide. I can't quite remember the name, but I can find you the link and um, pop that in for you. Um, there's actually not that many books. Again, it's one of those things because, you know, doctors don't talk about lymph. So then, you know, the books are not written about lymph and lymph is just ignored and not talked about. So, um, yeah, I really really recommend uh, reading that book that's a really really great book um in terms of resources again there's not um a whole amount of resources um i absolutely love um dr perry nicholson um his instagram is stop chasing pain um so he's a really really great um resource if anyone um, wants to follow somebody on Instagram um, but again like you mentioned at the beginning there's just not many people teaching this this kind of work it is it's just not not easy to find um, I do run uh, lymphatic sessions for my clients so um, you can book in a one-to-one -one lymphatic session with me and during that session, I basically teach you how to do all of the lymph work um, and, um, you know, all the different techniques and everything. And we also do a lymphatic assessment on your body. So um, rather than just kind of going in and, you know, like doing the lymph work all over your body, we really assess um, which lymph nodes are sore, which node, you know, which nodes are struggling and, you know, really kind of tailor the, the, the drainage um, protocol um, according to your body and your individual needs and everything like We do that. have a great resource. We have you. Yes, that's true. <laughs> that's why I asked you on because, yeah, if, if people are watching and they want to get in touch, they resonate with what you're saying. Um, you've also been kind enough to offer whoever's listening a discount so it, what you're doing might change but you're definitely going to stick in the lymphatic um, yes. world for the foreseeable future but you're offering very kindly 20% off any lymphatic offer that you have on at the moment so it might be a one-on-one -on -one, you might be doing yeah. group stuff online courses so the co code is mold20 I'll put that below I'll put all Chloe's details below and the um yeah we'll find out the book that she mentioned and put that in as well yeah but yeah this has been amazing I've actually learned so much as well <laughs> 
and yeah it's great to see you doing so well now and you're feeling so much better and you're obviously practicing what you preach and it's paying off so thank you for sharing your wisdom with us today Chloe thank you thank you so much for this chat it's been amazing to see you again as well it has thank you so much I really hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, I would love for you to leave me a rating and review on your podcast app, as this helps to support the show and it allows it to reach more people with this valuable information. Come and say hi over on Instagram. I'm at Viva Natural Health. And if you haven't already, check out my website, vivanaturalhealth.co.uk for tons more free resources and to discover how I could support you further. I currently offer one-on-one consultation packages if you want my top level support, then more affordable group programs and self-paced online courses. So there really is something for everyone. If you're ready to change and get some answers but aren't sure which option would be best, take that first step today and apply for a free enrollment call on my website and we'll discuss the best steps for you to take in order to achieve hormonal harmony. Enjoy the rest of your day and I'll see you back here next week for another episode.